0: Apparently, this cartoon is a topic of division nowadays, but let's talk about Bluey. Let's keep calm and mother on. Mothering is way too important to do alone and way too serious to be serious all the time. My name is Christy Thomas, and I am here shoulder to shoulder with you mothering and enjoying life together. This is the podcast where you can focus on being mindful And taking a deep breath with me and learning new things so you can pause and savor the amazing life you already have. So during the month of July, 2023, Disney Plus released new episodes of Bluey to their streaming platform. So if you don't have Disney Plus, you can find some clips of Bluey on YouTube and Instagram. They have social media channels, probably TikTok too, but Go check out Bluey. It's a family of dogs. But apparently, it's causing guilt in parents. So let's unpack this. Let's talk about media and inspiration and guilt versus shame and how a cartoon can do that. Because as we sit around in my family slowly pacing out these episodes, so we didn't binge them, we watched one new episode a night over the course of, I think it's eight days, they were only eight new episodes. Um, my kids are almost 11, 15 and a half, and almost 17, and we are thoroughly enjoying Bluey. In fact, there's one episode I think that they like could have stole straight from Keep Calm Mother on podcast. And the other episode, um, I was like on the floor laugh crying. And then a third episode inspired an Amazon purchase. So let's talk. If you haven't seen Bluey, let's back up. It's a family of four dogs. They are blue healer dogs. I think that's the type of dog breed. Um... There's a mom, a dad, and two sisters, and the sixer- sisters are four and six. Their names are Bingo and Bluey, and then the mom and dad. Bandit is the dad, and Chili is the mom, and they are just responsive calm parents, very playful parents. Lawrence Cohn, Larry Cohn, who did the roughhousing book I interviewed back in March, would love this family, okay? They know how to pause, check in with themselves, and then find a way to engage their kids in the way that kids engage, right? They engage through play and make-believe and connection. And that is an area where a lot of parents struggle, especially here in the United States. Um, we struggle with this idea that we have to be serious all the time. That here in America, productivity is what matters most. And that play is this thing meant for children and only children. And it's uncomfortable for us to be involved in it. So when I googled, why do people not like Bluey? It's because they feel bad about themselves. They feel bad because they're comparing their family to this very pretend cartoon animated dog family. Okay, you don't have to compare yourself to Chili and Bandit. Like I say every episode here, and I will remind it, might remind you right now, I am so glad that you, you are here on earth. And because you are here on earth, you are the mom or the dad of your kids, and you are exactly the right mom or dad of your kids. No matter how that connection was made, biologically, adoption, foster care, Maybe you're a teacher and a parent to a million kids that don't actually belong to you, but you are the one caring adult and you make a difference. So embrace that true connection you have, that invisible heartstring and don't let a cartoon make you feel bad. Instead, let's be more like our kids and be inspired. By the cartoons that we see, we're inspired by HGTV. We're inspired by the Food Network and Chip and Joanna Gaines. Right? We're inspired by the Pioneer Woman. Let's take, let's take these things that inspire us to not layer on shoulds, to not make ourselves feel bad. But to use it as an indicator light of something that we're curious about that we want to try. Something we want more of in our life. And I think the thing that parents watch when they see Bluey, right? They wanted this sort of validation in their life when they were a kid. So when you're watching Bluey, you may be healing wounds that you don't really want to acknowledge from your own childhood. Okay, there may be an element of that. But also, you may be looking at your kids, wondering how fast time has gone and how long the days are sometimes, and how you can be more playful, more silly, more connected. You want to break out of your shell of seriousness and be like Chili and Bandit and And that's great. And that's what we're going to talk about. I'm going to say the top four games that I love that we've played from the cartoon Bluey. And once again, remember, my kids are way outside of the demographic of Bluey. They are (laughs) two in high school and then a soon-to-be fifth grader. So we are definitely outside the core audience, which I would say is like elementary preschool age kids okay so let's dig in from the very first episode of bluey is the game magical xylophone and for the magical xylophone they have a toy xylophone and when they play the note the grown-up freezes pretty awesome I like to play this sort of game with a timer. Set a limit, right? So you're not stuck forever. Announce that you're going to play it. Set a boundary. And then just play and be silly. Okay? Another game that's a classic game, but they call it keepy-uppy in bluey. And it's just balloon bop. If you haven't broken out balloons and tried to keep them up in the air in a while, break out the balloons and do it. Okay? The next game, and my son and I used to play this game a lot when we lived in Georgia, but we didn't call it by this name, is the game Shadowland. And that's when you go on a walk and you can only walk in the shadows. So you have to like jump from shadow to shadow. So of course, you know, (laughs) know your time of day, know your neighborhood, but make a walk fun. Play, Play a game. Be silly. If your neighbors see you dancing and jumping and laughing down the street with your kids, I promise, <laughs> you can handle them talking about you about that. That's a good thing. Another game that we love to play is um, ragdoll. <laughs> And this one also needs limits. So I like to play ragdoll from only the first floor of my house. No stairs involved. And I like to play it um, for a short time period as well. Because what it is is that you just go limp. And then your kids have to move you around the house. Kind of like Weekend at Bernie's. (laughs) But it's called ragdoll. And then you really can't go wrong with playing chess, which is one of the games they play on Bluey, or the copycat game. But I think everyone knows the copycat game. The games in the new episodes that I am in love with (laughs) um, involve musical statues. So that's one of the names of the new episodes. Everyone comes home, they are completely dysregulated, and mom decides that they must play musical statues. I am sure that you have heard this idea on one of the family fun ideas here before, okay? Because this works in a clutch moment because movement changes our body, okay? This helps the whole family reset. It's not just like this cartoon family only thing, okay? Movement always changes our emotions. Motion changes emotion, and there's an element of like when you have the freeze dance, there's playfulness. You can show the sprinkler, the shopping cart, all the dance games that you used to play as a kid, the mashed potato. Um, it gets everyone laughing and looking at each other. It's connection, especially in the freeze, like if you fall down or if you come up with some sort of team with the freezes. And that's all you really want. So that's the episode where my family watched it together and they're like I think you've wrote this episode. Like we have lived this episode of musical statues in our house. So trust it. Okay? And now the other thing that I love, there's two things. So Bluey also does a lot of um they do a lot of pretend play, which makes adults feel nervous. But also the kids do pretend play. The grown-ups do it and the kids. One of my favorite new kid episodes is when the girls are dressing up as grannies. And there's a grumpy granny. And isn't it great to give permission to a kid to be a grumpy granny? And like, they're not getting in trouble by being the grumpy granny that's like whacking people with their purse and (laughs) saying kind of rude things. No, they just get to pretend being the grumpy granny. And we all need that in our life. Which leads into my Amazon purchase of a moose puppet you may have seen online this week. And so one of the other episodes, Bandit has this alter ego with unicorn horse or uni horse, I think is what they call it. They're Australian, so there are some like different words sometimes thrown in. But I bought a moose puppet and I've named him Marv the Marvelous Moose. Hey, what you doing talking about me? Yeah, okay, Marv, sorry. Marv, that's me, and I am grumpy and mad, and I don't know what you're talking about. What are we talking about here? Oh, Marv, we're just telling our friends how it's fun to have a puppet to talk through. Yeah, she uh, makes me say all sorts of crazy things to her kids. She calls them toots and smookums and laddie. And they made hashtag hater posters because I was a little bit grumpy at dinner. But also, I made everyone laugh until they cried. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> okay, so you might need this. Especially, I want to say, if you are a mom or a human that defaults more to maybe people-pleasing, and sometimes you keep things in bottled up, a puppet, an alias, might be a really good way for you to practice saying things that are hard for you to say. And that's important for your kids to watch. It's important for your kids to know you can be funny and still be the mom. Okay, I hope you go watch Bluey. Like. I don't know. It's summer and I think summer is meant for cuddling and popsicles and fun outside and sunscreen and, and late nights watching TV. I think that you're exactly the right mom for your kids. So please don't be intimidated or nervous or jealous of a cartoon dog family. A cartoon dog family that has amazing writers, and a whole team, right? Most of us parents are out here feeling like we're doing this on our own. And you don't have to be on your own 100%, okay? There are great coaches. Maybe you need a coach like me, or maybe you need to go take a parenting class with some great parenting. You need a village, and you need to find those people because motherhood is too fragile to do alone, So if you're looking for a community, just reach out, send me an email. My email's always in the show notes, and I can make sure that you at least have one person that's cheering you on, okay? For self-care today, for self-care today, I want you to have a dance party, So do the musical statues if you want to with your kids, like pull it out of your pocket, but also just dance to one song that was popular in the summer while you were in high school or college. Okay. For the month of July, I've been doing daily July dance breaks. And so I think you should have a dance party and I will link to my Spotify playlist. It is varied in the song choices And then for family fun, I want you to try out one of the episodes that the healers do. One of the games that I shared. Maybe it's Magical Xylophone or Keepy Uppy or Shadowland or playing chess. Or it's having a puppet. Yeah, go get a puppet. (laughs) Whatever it is, embrace having fun as a family. Because that's what we really want is connection. So we can work through hard feelings together. We can work through joy together. We can just know that we belong somewhere. Kids want to feel safe, seen, soothed, and secure. They want to rest in your love. So keep reaching out to them. And that's what the family fun ideas are about. Have a great day, everyone. As always, the biggest compliment you can do is to text this episode or email it or share it on social media or leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you for being you. I'm so glad you're here. Let's keep calm and mother on together.